0: Welcome to the Clear Skies Camino podcast. My name is David Smith. This is a weekly podcast introducing you to people who have walked El Camino to Santiago, a series of pilgrimages to the shrine of St. James in Santiago to Compostela. My guest this week is Miriam, a German pilgrim. Welcome, Peregrina.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: (laughs) Your video... Uh, from the Camino de Frances last year was shared to me in November. A flood of memories came back to me from my walks on the Camino Frances. Is it true that you walked into Santiago uh, this day yesterday?
1: Yes, um, yes. Uh, yesterday was my—I just called it my Camino birthday <laughs> because it was my first time. Um, Hopefully not my last time to enter Santiago de Compostela, Um, and it was of course a very special day for me. And yesterday, I was uh, um, having all these memories, and and it was just a fantastic, uh, yeah, just a fantastic time. And of course, um, yesterday I was like, yeah, one year ago, (laughs) and uh, it was amazing.
0: So we'll, we'll come back to your YouTube account uh, again because it has a <laughs> yeah, lot of sure. a lot of information on it. Uh, so, um, so so tell me how did you hear about the Camino de Santiago first of all?
1: Um I heard about the Camino a long time ago. Um um Germany we uh is this comedian who wrote a book about Camino who walked the Camino and wrote a book about it um, his name is Hape Kerkeling oh. and uh, yeah if you ever wonder why are there so many Germans it's probably <laughs> because <of> this book <laughs> because like everyone read it it was on the bestseller list forever in Germany and it's a fantastic book so I, uh, I read the book like probably 10 years ago I think uh, and I love the book um, and I actually had a friend who right after a book came out who then immediately said, I need to do this, and my friend walked the Camino, and I remember him coming home, and he was talking about it, and I thought, wow, this is such an amazing uh, journey he had, and I was just listening to his stories, and it was um, absolutely fantastic, but I never thought that I actually could do something like this. This was like out of my, you know, I'm like... I could never do this, I couldn't even, I didn't even think about doing it myself. And so I think maybe nine years later, (laughs) that is when um, I just wanted to go on a little hiking trip and uh, um, I was researching for a three day hiking trip because I like day hikes. And so I was re- researching for the uh, three-day hiking trip and wanted to go into the Mosel area here in Germany. And uh, another friend said, no, don't walk the Moselsteig. Um, walk the Mosel Camino. The, the Mosel Camino is very beautiful. And I was like, Mosel Camino, Mosel Camino, what is that? And I researched and uh, one or I think maybe two days later, I, uh, I bought a pack. Uh, and just uh, went off on the my first little Camino here in Germany for four days, and um, this is actually funny. I still didn't think about Spain. Okay. <laughs> I still, I still didn't think about Spain. But on this little Camino, um, there was a man um, who was uh, like yelling at me. He was like, uh, "Are you a pilgrim?" And I'm like, "Yes." And are you walking the motor Camino? And I'm like, yes. Uh, and he has, uh, and he said, um, "Did you walk in Spain?" And I'm like, "No, I, I, I never walked in Spain." And he said, "Yeah, but you should do it. I walked in Spain, and it's amazing." I'm like, "I don't think I can do that." And He's like, "If you finish the Mozo Camino, you don't have to fear Spain." Wow. And I walked yeah, I walked off, and I'm like, "I need to go to Spain."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and when did you start?
1: um so this uh, was in i think april i walked the motor camino in april um 2019 mm-hmm. and i originally in april then when i came back i um or maybe it was march i don't remember exactly but when i came back i um originally planned uh 2020 may I was thinking I need a long time to prepare and, you know, get ready for this big thing. And, uh, of course you have to fa- find some time, uh, of work and stuff. And, uh, but I was, uh, I started researching, I watched all the YouTube videos I could yeah. find. I was really obsessed when I came home from the Mosel Camino <laughs> and, uh, read all the books again and uh, read all the blogs. And then, um, I just was uh, not patient enough to wait for May 2020. And my gut feeling told me, you need to go earlier. And that's when I decided in May or June, I decided that I would walk in September 2019.
0: I think that's the case for me. Um, When I initially, when I walked my first Camino in in 2011, I walked from Saria to Santiago. And Mm -hmm. I came back home and... Uh, I decided again that I would walk, um, uh, I, I, I was thinking about putting it off until 2013, but I think the seed was sown, yes. and Yeah, and I decided, no, I'll walk in 2012.
1: Yeah, if this fire is, uh, it starts burning, and you yeah. just need to walk, and... Yeah, um... yeah. There's, yeah, and I'm glad I made that decision. Of course, now, now uh, with the pandemic and everything, I probably couldn't have walked the Camino in May. I mean, I most definitely couldn't have walked my That's first Camino in correct. May. Correct, yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a good uh, decision, and um, I'm happy I followed my gut feeling. And for the first time, it was I was lucky to be such an impatient person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be impatient once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> And you you started in Saint Jean Pierre de Port, is that correct? Yes, yeah. You, yes, it's...
1: yeah. Like yeah, I t- I read the book uh, yeah, from the comedian yeah, yeah. and he started Saint Jean Pierre de Port, so that was for me. Um, I wanted to start there, yeah, yeah and great. took five weeks off from work. Um, to hopefully back then hopefully finish in Santiago de Compostela.
0: And did you have any particular motivation, or was there any particular reason for you to walk the Camino de Santiago, Camino Frances? Was there any 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 reason for you to to walk
1: yes um i um um let me think how how to put it i uh, I definitely, I had a traumatic experience um, four or five years ago, Yeah, I think four years ago, um, which uh, made me change my life in a lot of ways. I quit my job back then, and then um, I um, built my own business, and I just changed a lot of things in my life. But there was still a little bit, uh, yeah, a couple things I wanted to sort out uh, after that, and um, this was the reason for me to... Uh, um to walk the Camino. Of course I um I had this urge for an adventure and to do mm-hmm. this, but I also definitely I set an intention before walking and um or I had questions and um yeah um and wanted to do it definitely for maybe spiritual or emotional, mental reasons definitely, not just um the plain walking and adventure.
0: <laughs> so just in search of a deeper meaning I suppose.
1: Yes. Yeah. That puts. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's uh, nicely put. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And uh, in terms of preparation, um, what kind of preparation did you do before you travelled?
1: I did walk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did. Um, I mean, I did like hiking before. um, So I, um, but I was. yeah, I w- um, it was. I, I was not like a huge hiker, but I did enjoy it uh, some. You know, a couple of times here and there. And um, the the Mosel Camino, I didn't. It, it, it wasn't the preparation. It wasn't uh, the intention that that would be my preparation. But this, now looking back, this was like the best preparation I could yeah. have to walk for four days you know, and to test the gear and uh, um, because then I knew I have to check on my drinking because I remember I had, you know, back in my pack, you know, how you have your bottle back in your pack and you can never reach it and then you're uh no i drank later and then you uh, three hours later you're you haven't uh, had any water and and then you realize "Hmm, that's not healthy you know when you walk that much you have to drink and this is stuff i could figure out on this uh little camino and i knew my shoes would be good and um but so this was for gear a great preparation that i was um pretty confident in my gear but later on the Camino, things turned out different <laughs> definitely in Spain but I think that it, it for all of us at some point but um, and then I I came back I walked uh, three times a week 12 kilometers yeah. so I had a real schedule I followed um,
0: <laughs> that's a good plan that's a good plan yeah now correct me if I'm wrong I, I I saw from your video that on the I think it's the second or third day you're wearing sandals is that correct? <laughs>
1: I meant with. Uh, I thought I had the perfect shoes because I walked the Muslim Camino and they it went well, and so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna buy the same shoes. Um, I wanted to buy a new pair, but the same kind. And would uh, my plan was I walk in the new pair and then they will be fine because they worked yeah. uh, worked before the Camino. So I started uh, and um, I also had this. Uh, crazy big socks uh socks which i usually wore uh when hiking in the mountains and so with this these socks and the shoes i i had big problems i had like three blisters in the first three days um, yeah. that oh, um, passed to zubiri that was the killer for me i remember i don't know if you remember the part yeah. when you walk down oh, it's all that downhill my- yeah and big rocks and uh, it's it's really hard surface and yeah yeah, so that's when three blisters uh, came and then in uh, first i started to wear my shower sandals and i remember texting my best friend i'm like okay so now i'm here i'm wearing socks and sandals (laughs) and (laughs) it does look pretty um so i'm um but uh, then in estella i remember there was a decathlon and uh i was uh, hanging out with three other pilgrims uh, pilgrims in uh, in the albergi, and we all like we need to go to the decathlon and uh that's when we uh, got crazy buying new gear uh, and buying and that's when i bought new sandals which uh now looking back i always would pack for my next camino um a pair of real trekking uh, hiking sandals because then my feet healed perfectly just after a couple of days i think if i had to, had to wear the shoes uh, it would just have been an ongoing pain you know how it is with blisters it's just you really have to find a way to deal with them
0: there's a top tip there for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely yes because uh Ah, oh, they really helped me. And after that, I didn't have any problems anymore with blisters or anything. And I could just walk. I was really, yeah, it was really fine for me after that. Yeah. And I would switch some, you know, some shoes, sometimes sandals. And it was a good plan.
0: Yeah. And did you build up a great Camino family as you were walking along?
1: Yes, um, it was very, um, of of course, it was, the people are the best. Absolutely, yeah. You think about the walking, you think about the adventure, and then you're on the Camino, and suddenly um, there's, so many amazing people. I remember on my first and second day I was still scared and I, I thought it is weird to be a pilgrim and I thought it was weird to talk to other pilgrims and it was all just buen Camino and everything was a little <laughs> weird still for me. And then um, then rather quickly, I, I met so many nice people and on the th- I think the third or fourth day, I, um, I heard someone talk German. And uh, I asked him, like, where are you from? And he said, Dusseldorf. And I'm like, what? Are, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, why? Where are you from? And I'm like, Dusseldorf. And then we realized we uh, just live around the corner. <laughs> and we took the train on the same day at the same time to saint jean pierre de port But we just didn't know each other. <laughs>
0: and is, forgive me if I'm, for my lack of knowledge of geography, but is, is Dusseldorf a big city?
1: Yes, it is a big city. It is. It's okay. five. So, yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. So it was very uh, funny to uh, the third day to meet some. And of course, we um, uh, walked a, uh, a lot together, and um, we're still friends. And we sometimes take walks together here back home. And oh, that's of... great. <laughs> it's always um,
0: it's always good to keep in touch with your with your Camino friends. I I still do today as well. So. Uh, it's good. Yes, yeah. you meet
1: people from all over the world. Yes. And uh, yeah. I still have uh, yeah, a lot of friends all over the world. And it's uh, great to keep in touch with them. And it's just amazing how many nice people you meet on the Camino.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, were there any Albergues that, that stood out on your Camino that you remember?
1: Yes. <laughs> I remember one Iberi, but um, I will not uh, remember now how it w- where it was and how it was called. I have to admit I was doing very bad with the Spanish names <laughs> of the towns. <Taunton. laughs> I, I was uh, in in Germany. Uh, we say sometimes when uh, you don't understand uh, something uh, or if it's difficult to pronounce, you say it sounds like a Spanish village, and it's so <laughs> funny because I was walking the Camino. I was thinking that's why they have that saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I I don't I don't I can't recall that, but I um, I remember um, I had a, a couple rough nights uh, in Albergues, and then um, I think it was day twelve or thirteen. It was um, before burgers burger somewhere. Um, then we came to this albergue, and there was this uh, woman, and she asked me, um, "Is someone a vegetarian?" And I'm like, "Yes." I'm a vegetarian and mm. because it was very hard for me as a vegetarian I have to say that yes. it was not easy. Yeah. Um yeah, it's so I
0: I know someone who is vegetarian as well who has walked the Camino and it is particularly difficult uh if for someone who is vegetarian. So.
1: Yes, I ate a lot of french fries and, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of food. Yeah. And this uh, woman, she was so nice. She made me the best vegetarian meal. And she also took my clothes and washed it with the best laundry detergent. And uh, it was just, and it was such a beautiful, um, they had a beautiful garden there. And it was so peaceful and so nice. And the showers were so good. And it was just being like in heaven, you know, after a couple of rough nights. And then you come into this little oasis of, uh, it was a wonderful albergue, I remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah so um on on an average can you remember uh how far you were walking each day
1: mm-hmm. i um i started um and this would be uh also a recommendation for me i wish that would would have would be something i would have known because um i started i took the um i, I went to re- walk directly from saint jean Pierre de Port to mm. i did not stop in Orisson and um but i I did have some hiking preparation with elevation, so I knew um I could I didn't know how how long I would take for uh, the elevation um but what I didn't think about is um because everybody's talking about the first day, you know Saint Jean Pierre, uh, Pierre port so it's, it's so hard the elevation, but that was fine with me because you have all the adrenaline and everybody's like' well, I'm Camino yeah. So excited and you just fly over the Pyrenees, you know, and then suddenly yeah. there's Moses Spikers and you're like in a dream and yeah. you're on the Camino. It's your first yeah. day. Uh, but then the second day comes and um, this uh, I kept on walking because I had the plan for walking like 20, 25 K in the first few days. And I did stick to that plan, and it was a mistake. I think I wished I would have um, uh, took. Uh, I wished I would have walked uh, shorter distances uh, mm. the second, the third, and the fourth day because these are the most hardest days, or these were the most hardest days for me. Um, and that would have made life easier for me and not stick to my. I have to walk twenty five k the first couple yeah. of days each day, and to slow it down a bit. Um, so I then I slowed down a little bit in um I think it was around day uh, 8 or 9 when I was in uh, what was it um, possibly
0: Legrano or Los Arcos? or
1: No no it was even before I or, think maybe um, Viana and um it was Viana and uh, Najera, Nabaret Nabaret it Nabaret Yes uh, then I, I did two short distances for just 12k, or um, and that helped me then to get back uh, to relax a little bit and yeah. to uh, recover a little bit, um, and then I again started to walk 25k, and of course I had those crazy days when uh, um, then I walked. I think my furthest was 38 and 40k two days.
0: I always say that to people like there's no, it's no there's no harm in taking uh, a short day and walking oh. ten kilometers um yeah. there's no harm in taking a rest day there's, exactly. there's no I harm d- in taking five kilometers uh five kilometer day uh oh, it, no no it's, it's not a problem
1: horrible. i think if, wh- whoever you talk to people always say you know do you have one regret and it's walking mm. slower uh, taking my time everyone says and it would also be one of my regrets definitely yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. now i want to go back to your youtube account because it it has a lot of interesting and helpful information about equipment and (laughs) what to bring and what not to bring yes um Mm -hmm. now in your opinion can you let us can you Enlighten us and enlighten us uh, on what pieces of information um, you should not bring or possibly not bring on a Camino?
1: Mm, Yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking what should. For me, I think it wasn't about not bringing, I think I didn't bring too much because Mm. I had the experience on the Mosel Camino and I knew I couldn't carry more than nine kilos that was my absolute boundary I set for myself Um, so I didn't even bring too much stuff Um, but I would switch a couple things um, for me personally now for the next Camino because I for example I just brought a liner um for sleeping and i hated that liner for 32 days i was walking the camino and i was always jealous when i looked at other pilgrims with their sleeping bag and i'm like oh those (laughs) look so comfy (laughs) 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 and that's definitely something i mean the liner was fine i was never cold Mm. but i definitely wished i would have the comfort the comfortable cozy sleeping bag (laughs) Stuff like this. So I didn't bring I didn't overpack I think. I I'm, I'm just uh I'm trying to think but I, I think I didn't. Um but it's just here and there those little things um I would switch up. Definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. And um just your arrival in Santiago, what was your impression?
1: Uh I well, that was uh yeah that's a good question. <laughs> i um, I definitely was very uh, emotional um, uh, on that day. And for me, the this whole uh, walk, the Camino, it was not always like just, sunshine, flowers, but I was I had a couple, a couple rough days, you know, I mm. uh, where um, I was going through old emotional things, and then I also had huge anger at the Camino for three days, I was like, stupid Camino, stupid Camino, why do I feel like this, and I don't want to think about stuff like this, you know, because um, one big lesson was... Uh, for me, the Camino does not give you what you want, but uh, the Camino gives you what you need. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, I had this whole imagination in my, uh, in my mind. This is how my Camino is going to look like. And it, it, the funny thing is, it helped me heal the wounds I had, but in a completely different way than I imagined. And so when I was walking into Santiago de Compostela to come to the question, um, I for me, I was very emotional because i couldn't believe i did it even through the rough days that i finished it and that um i just kept on walking and um i saw Santiago, and i couldn't believe it i'm like i did it and um i even had a rough time here uh, for a couple of days and i finished and of course you know then uh it's beautiful to see the cathedral it's uh yeah something you have seen in so many pictures and movies and videos and uh, then suddenly you're there you're there is the cathedral and you're standing in front of it and it's just overwhelming this mm. feeling i cannot believe i did this i walked 800 kilometers across spain that's it's wonderful
0: yeah absolutely uh for me um i mean I, I i've see i've arrived in santiago on three occasions but i haven't walked across spain um uh, like you have, so um, should do it. <laughs> I, I when I have the time, I'll do it. <laughs> when I have the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's the only thing which is difficult for the long journeys, like mm. the frontiers, the north, and five. You need five weeks, and yes. then you still have to walk quick, pretty quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Now. You also have, have walked a number of, of Caminos in, in Germany, uh, as you have mentioned before, the, the Moselle Camino and the Eiffel yeah. Camino. Uh, yeah. Can you talk to me a, a little bit about them?
1: Yes, I would love to, because I'm such a fan um, of the German Caminos. And uh, I especially this is also why I did uh, English videos about them. I did mm. an English version and a German because I think uh, it's a secret tri- uh, tip if uh, we are able to travel again and be a bit more free um, at some point in the future. Um, if somebody feels, li- if somebody loves pilgrimages and walking and hiking uh, and wants to come to Germany to get to know like beside the tourist hotspots, Germany beside the tourist hotspots in a beautiful area, then this is it. And mm. um, I absolutely love them. They have a beautiful landscape. They're beautifully prepared. The people who live there take such sweet care of the Camino in front of the door. Um, it's really, um, it, yeah, sometimes I stood there and it makes me also very emotional. Um, like I remember on the Eiffel, is it the Eiffel or the Mosel Camino? No, it wasn't the Mosel Camino. Um, I had to walk up this hill it was this uh, yeah, really crazy hill, and I was uh, getting mad about it. I'm like, oh, why, am, why are you doing this? You know, sometimes you ask the question on the Camino. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: why am I doing this, actually? And that was one of those moments where I was asking myself this question, why am I doing this? And then on top of this hill, I, there was this beautiful chapel, and it was with... Um, Somebody must take care of this chapel, you know, I realized that somebody has to drive up all the way to the hill every single day, turn on all these candles, light up all these candles, and they have um, um, pilgrimage diaries there, and the book, and meditation, uh, inspiration, and prayers, and it was so beautiful, and everything's full of pillows, and just this peaceful space. And um, this is stuff you find along the little Caminos there, besides beautiful uh, landscape. And, um, yeah, also, of course, for me, not that new, but a lot of uh, traditional German culture experience, like, for example, the Mosel Valley, the Mosel Camino, it's a a famous German wine uh, wine, uh, area. Mm. Uh, You can... um, uh, You have really old little villages with... uh, um wine tasting and great restaurants and stuff. Mm. So I absolutely recommend it. It's um it's really um yeah, I'm I'm sometimes I'm sad when I walk on these German Caminos because of course there are not many pilgrims. Um and uh, I wish people would check it out more because it's so beautiful. But on the other hand of course it's nice to have such a peaceful Camino where it's <laughs> not too many people. I mean and- that's
0: yeah. Are they linked to the to the to the Camino de Santiago in yes of course. yes yes
1: yeah. I sort of mentioned that yes I mean um, if you think about it historically back then they couldn't just fly to Saint Jean pierre de Port wow. or <laughs> <you> take <laughs> <laughs> and then start from there or to uh, any other place uh, we we like to start any Camino. Um, but they actually had to walk um, from mm. Germany wherever you lived, so um, you would start in front of your door, and mm. um, this is how the German Caminos. Um, they are all historically their research, so it's not just oh, we just put a hiking path here and call Camino. It's actually they researched the old paths, um, uh, yeah, the old ways of uh, German pilgrims, and you can uh, th- yeah, that's why I. Um, also, I love it because you see all these cultural little details about um, pilgrims from Germany, like little statues, or you find, uh, like in Spain, you know, you find little stuff and, um, yeah, which uh, are from the old times when, <laughs> uh, yeah, pilgrims used to walk uh, like um, a couple hundred years ago. So, this is also a nice aspect. Um, it's definitely, you know, there were actually people from Germany walking uh there and um, the Mosel and Eifel Camino is actually very interesting because in, they both end in Trier, Trier is a city which is um, w- um, a little bit before you walk into France. Okay. Um, yeah. The last big city before you walk, uh, which you continue on to Louis, For example, and uh, this is the only Camino where you can meet two um, apostles, oh, because wow. in. Yeah, there's also uh, an apostle um, uh, laying in Trier. So it's actually pretty interesting because then you have um, uh, two apostles, uh, first in Trier, and then you walk to Santiago de Compostela. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fascinating. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, so there's also a lot of history. Yeah, it's really nice. I really recommend it to everyone.
0: That's great. That I, I, I must read up more about that. I really must. That's great. Um Yeah. So um thanks very much for 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 joining sure, me. Sure,
1: thank you for having me. I always love to talk yeah. about the you know.
0: <laughs> I for everyone that's listening, I really think you should you should view um Miriam's uh YouTube account. Um it's, it's pilgrim.miriam. Um yes. there's a lot of interesting uh videos there. And also the Instagram Instagram account there is is pilgrim.miriam as well so um so again thanks very much for uh for joining me today okay
1: thank you for having me
0: (laughs) have you walked el camino de santiago would you like to share your story if you would you can contact me on clearskiescamino at gmail.com You can also find details about my podcast on my blog, clearskiescamino.com I look forward to hearing from you. Buen Camino!